You're listening to The Penrith Perception, where we drive discussions about the cogs and gears that run a selective high school in New South Wales. In today's episode, we will hear from some individuals who were immensely involved with the design and formation of the Yawning Circle to grasp a better understanding of the project's significance and what it means to different communities. Today's host is Geetika. By now, we've all seen or been to the school's Yawning Circle at least once. However, we think it's time to explore more comprehensively into the unexplained details surrounding the process of the project. This all begins at one simple question. What is a yawning circle? To find out, we will be talking to one of our students, Elijah Craig, who is from the Gamilare people and embraces his culture, sharing it within the school community. We also welcome Miss Lowe, who facilitated and oversaw the artistic project, and two of our senior students, Tanisha Malik and Karen Syro, who worked closely with the artist to design the painting in the yawning circle. Welcome everyone. Can we please have a quick introduction of each of you? Hi, I'm Tanisha and I am in year 11 and I love school. <laughs> um, I'm Karen and I'm also in year 11 and I love dogs. Hi, my name's Mrs. Lowe and I'm the deputy principal of year 8 and year 11. Hello, my name's Elijah and I am a student from year 8. So all of you guys had a bit of a role to play in our school's new yarning circle. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? So the Yarning Circle was actually built in 2021 by the Ether Group and one of our ex-students, Davinia. The the garden has all been designed in and around river rocks and different mulches and sandstone from the area. This year, in 2022, the student cohort and the student body were involved in a artwork which would accompany the Yarning Circle and it helped to tell the story around a Yarning Circle. That's really cool. So like... What even is a yarning circle for those who don't know? Um, A yarning circle is really just a place to share ideas and tell stories. It's a place where students can connect and collaborate together. Okay, so with all the work that went into the yarning circle, between organising it, painting it, and all the work that the students put into it, um, what was everyone's experiences with the yarning circle, like um, the challenges and the fun parts and maybe some of the not so fun parts that went into the creation of it? So we met up with an Aboriginal artist, her name was Rihanna, and she took a look at our yarning circle that already exists and she took inspiration from some of like the poles that were in there and she created a sketch and used some of the same colours. So we had a like fluent colour scheme that really blended well with the whole yarning circle and the artwork fit in properly. Oh yeah, special shout out to Miss Kush and Miss Ryan for matching the colours to... Taking the trip to Bunnings. Yeah, taking the trip to Bunnings and (laughs) getting all the right colours. But anyways, yeah, and then we had everyone put like their own ideas and have their own inputs into the painting as well um, because she didn't want like it to be just her design. It was like, like a collaborative painting, so... Um, in some of the parts, like, she would ask, oh, what colours did you... Like, all the colours were picked by us um, and all the, like, even all the specific, like, small details, they were all done by us as well. So it wasn't just, like, uh, like what she did. It was, like, a po- like everything that we put in. Like, we all put... Yeah, it was all collaborative and we put our own, like, inputs and ideas into it as well. That's really cool because that's kind of what the yawning circle is, like, collaboration and getting together like that. So, like, what inspired the school to build the yawning circle in the first place? 
I think as Elijah said too, it's about having that connection. So having so many different cultural backgrounds within our school, it's about that collaboration and coming together and being able to have a talk or have a yarn and have a discussion, you know, creating a space where people can share their ideas and their opinions without judgment and feeling included, especially considering we are lots of um, different races and we've got lots of different um, nationalities within our school and all being able to come together. So that was symbolic in the painting as well with the different colours and the different sizes um, and the girls might be able to tell you a little bit about the design too of, of what it actually symbolised. So in the painting it has a little um, pathway across so it starts from one side to the other side and it starts off a bit narrow and then like it expands out to the end and then in the middle there's like a circle like a yarning circle and then around is like these U shapes that represent people sitting down and like that also is like a um it like it's like yeah it's like when you put like your leg like you sit on your knees and then it's like that U shape and like your bum's out like that's what <laughs> like that's what the shape is and then like um and it like each U had like a different thing to show that everyone is like unique in their own way and we're not all the same and the two pathways leading in um, had little footprints to represent like the cohort that enters and then at the end the footprints would have been bigger to represent like the leaving cohort. So what's something you guys have learned during the process of making the yarning circle? Oh so while we were coming up with the whole design for the yarning circle like we wanted to know what was the meaning behind it because at first we didn't know what a yarning circle was as well and then we started discussing about how it's like a place where we open up and like you know just let go of all judgment and just like fully open up to each other and just talk about whatever and then um while we were painting the art the artist realized we were being really careful and like really trying to make sure it was perfect and she was like oh you guys like you guys need to like calm down and like art is like um like a form where we can relax and just like let go of ourselves just like in the yarning circle and um even though there are mistakes in the painting it's fine because in life like life isn't perfect right and the art doesn't have to be perfect as well so that like all gave us like a reassurance that like or like it's like it is serious but at the same time it's not like oh yeah it's like oh we're writing a test and we have to like concentrate and like also we were talking about how um since we're like selective school kids like we all have like our selective school caps on so whenever we have that cap on, it's always like, oh, I need to make sure we do that right. Or I need to make sure we do this right. And it's always like, sort of like, what is it? It's the perfectionism. Yeah. So making sure that everything was perfect, everything was the same. They're trying to get the dots exactly the same. Right. And she spoke to them about how not every dot will be the same. Not every person is the same. We are all unique. If every dot was the same, it would look really boring. Mm -hmm. And if every student was the same, life would be really boring as well. Um, and that, you know, when you look at one part of that artwork, you might see something that's not perfect. But if you step back and you look at the artwork as a whole, then you can, you know, appreciate, appreciate it, it for yeah. what it is. So what's the significance of the yarning circle compared to some of the other upgrades our schools had recently? Um, the difference that this upgrade has to the other upgrades is that this is, um, has some significant cultural significance compared with other upgrades such as air conditioning, which, you know, 
uh, are convenient, but they um, don't have any cultural significance. And the Onion Circle provides students with, you know, a real opportunity to um, connect with our local Indigenous culture, whereas upgrades such as air conditioning and implementing new sandstone blocks around the school for people to sit on, really, they can't really provide that. So there's more like emotional significance. And I also think there was like a feeling of connectedness with the different grades because we all joined in together to create the artwork. So I think that also makes it really a lot more significant. So how long was the process behind the production of the Yarning Circle? Um, So the Yarning Circle was created last year and the addition of the artwork was created um, in 2022. The process started with a meeting with students uh, and collaborating around ideas of how we could um, celebrate NAIDOC week for 2022. Um, The Aboriginal artist came in and she met with uh, the students around design and then came back over a two-week period to create the design and to paint. Um, And then there's also room for um, additions, so the foot need to be added in and there's also a lot of blank space which can be added to each year so that every cohort coming in feel like they are a part of that process and that they're connected to the space as well. So like was there any catastrophes that happened? I heard something about a paint spillage. Oh okay so the first um, catastrophe (laughs) that happened (laughs) was um, I was told to close the paint cans and I was like yeah sure thing that's like really fun (laughs) just like smash them down so I just um, you know put the can like the all the lids on top and then um, was waiting to just like smash all of them together and then the first one I (laughs) I smashed and the paint went everywhere, like everywhere. And no. um, Miss Lowe gave me this really daddy look, but that's okay. Everyone was kind of shook and um, kind of didn't know what to say because this is a selective school. They thought that we would think things through. But honestly, like that wasn't in the thought process, but... Um, and you know how before we said life isn't perfect and the painting doesn't have to be perfect so we let that be part of the painting (laughs) and then someone stepped their whole foot into like the tray of paint and knocked the whole thing over and it was a spillage all across the town of white paint and yeah and the background was like a dark brown so we were like all, all freaking out and then the artist came and she was like guys don't worry we got this covered and she cleaned it up so quickly like it never even happened so she mentioned that uh in life mistakes happen and you know you can always go back and fix that or you can go back and correct it and you can make little touch-ups to make sure that you know you're happy with the outcome but just to go with things and and not to you know not to stop and not not the end of the world Yeah. yeah so it was a really good learning curve that's a really great message to especially people from um penrith because sometimes we get a bit caught up in marks and stuff but it's just really great to maybe step back and take a look at the bigger picture sometimes and on that note, we're going to wrap up this episode. Thanks, Thanks. for having us. Woohoo, bye. That's it for today's episode of the Penrith Perception. We hope you enjoyed the inspiring words of your community. Thank you so, so much to everyone who shared their experiences and words. That about wraps up our discussion today. So thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Pen with Perception, a podcast made by the Multimedia Leaders. To support us and be notified when new episodes are released, feel free to follow us on Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram at The Pen with Perception for more news and upcoming episodes. This podcast was recorded on direct land, always was and always will be Aboriginal land. The Pen with Perception is mixed and edited by Holly Kouriakos and Myatno. Executive produced by Githika Aranulathil, Eman Faisal and Dimitris Cardanas. Produced by Diane Kesslangen, Tamina Manchandia and Supriti Kanta. Graphic design by Sofia Gonzalez and Jai Zhu. Music composed by Pritam Talugu.